Welcome back to Your Move Atlanta, right here on AM640, Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. My name is Cleve Gaddis. I'm joined in the studio by my man, Alfie Romero. Hello, Mr. Gaddis. Hello, sir. Are you giving yourself applause? No, I'm giving the show an applause. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Got it. All the fans. <laughs> well, the applause in. started at the same time I introduced you. So I didn't know if maybe that was for you. Oh no, I you deserve it. No, no, you no, no. deserve I it. I just had to flip the screen on my computer to get to the, the page where the sometimes you got are. to hurry, 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 right? Yeah, because you know all these buttons and I got all these screens. So absolutely, you know, sure Alfie. When you list your house, are you going to have some redecorating done before you list it? Well, I'm sure. Do a little I'm something. Sure. Oh yeah. Do a little something. And we'll hey, something. would you take advantage of our um, property refresh program? Yeah, why not? Get a little money. Be able to pay the money back at closing. Uh, Yes. Not too shabby, so huh? So convenient. Not too so shabby. Convenient. Hey, this segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly & Sorahan. They're a full-service law firm with 21 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, <laughs> real estate contract review, and title insurance matters. Uh, they're everywhere, and that is who we think you should close with. Uh, my family has been doing business with Joe O'Kelly and his firm uh, since, uh, let's see here, probably the late 1990s. Uh, Alfie, they can be reached by calling 770-497-1880-770-490-770-497-1880. I apologize for that. Victory is mine! Yeah, I actually ought to think about what I'm saying when I when I when I'm reading numbers. Shouldn't it I? helps. I should it actually helps. have my yeah. my brains on it's that. Okay. Alfie, do we have listener questions this segment, sir? We sure do, okay. Mr. Gaddis. This question comes in from a Terry in Marietta, and Terry writes it and says, "I'm trying to sell my home, but my father isn't able to sign a power of an attorney due to his mental state. What options do I have to complete the sale?" Oh, that's so interesting. Mm. So we had a similar situation. Uh, not too long ago, so um, I don't know how this situation that I'm going to mention um, uh, is similar or different than Terry's specific situation. But We had husband and wife, Alfie. They were both in their 80s. Uh, the wife's mental capacity was good. They were both on the title to the home together. Uh, the father had uh, a dementia, an Alzheimer's, something like that, where he, he, he really wasn't able to function very well. And uh, all along, the daughter was looking to do a transaction. She was basically trying to get uh, her mom and her dad into a home with her after they sold their existing home. Uh, but the father, uh, when you sign a power of attorney uh, that allows somebody, in Georgia, you have to use a specific power of attorney. So, Alfie, let's say that I was going to allow you to sign for me then I would give you a power of attorney that would appoint you as my attorney, in fact, to sign documents on my behalf. And in Georgia, when a document is going to be used in a real estate closing, it must be specific, mean, meaning it must be specifically referenced to the transaction that it's intended to fulfill. So if you're going to sign closing documents for me, your power of attorney must say that you have the right to sign those specific documents. You with me so far, Alfie? Yes, sir. Got now, you. in order for me to be able to give you power of attorney, I have to be of sound mind to do that. So I can't give you power of attorney if I am not mentally competent to have the capacity to even act on my own. It's weird when you think about it. And so if Terry wants to sell the house of her mother and father and her father is not mentally capable, I have seen 
attorneys, estate attorneys, uh, who actually, Alfie, uh, will go out at different times because people who have dementia or any type of, of, of mental uh, competence issues, sometimes they're sharper and fully competent and aware at certain times of the day, and sometimes they're not. So I've seen people go out and try to get the powers, power of attorney documents signed at different times of the day. But I've also seen where the wife... So husband has the mental capacity problem. The wife files with the court in the county uh, to get either a guardianship or a conservatorship over the husband's financial um, matters. So uh, you can do those on an emergency basis. I think they take as short as 14 days. I'm not sure whether a, an emergency guardianship or conservatorship would be something that a judge would grant uh, for the purpose of a sale. But we had a client and we had a, an agent friend who had a client who went through this process recently and the daughter had to get a conservatorship or guardianship for both of her parents. And she said that took the uh, courts about 90 days for that to be completed, and it basically appointed her, I don't remember her last name, let's call her Debbie uh, for the purposes of this, but it appointed Debbie as conservatorship for the mother and the father, and then it put some requirements in place uh, for her to be reporting um, what's going on with the mom and dad's financials to the county, because uh, certainly uh, I, I would assume the county or the state is uh, whatever government entity is trying to look out for the parents. So, Terry, I hope that answer your answers your question. Uh, as far as I know, if your father's not able to sign a power of attorney due to his mental state, uh, the only way you can work around that would be to have some type of conservatorship or guardianship, either you or your mother for your father, uh, to ultimately be able to complete the sale. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Your Move Atlanta right here on AM 640 Atlanta's home to Fox News Radio. You can reach me and Alfie, uh, who's my co- Hort in the studio at yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com. Alfie, do we have another listener question, sir? Yes, we do. All right. This is from Janet in San Diego, California. Okay, sounds good. I like those calls from San Diego. Yes, uh, Janet says, <clears throat> excuse me, Janet says, we're looking to move to Atlanta and move our property investments from San Diego to Atlanta. Can we get a 7% CAP rate in Atlanta? Love it. By the way, we, can we help her, Alpha? You think Gaddis Partners Remax Center can help her invest her San Diego proceeds in Atlanta when she comes here? I'm sure you could, Mr. Gaddis. Absolutely. Now, yes. do you know what a CAP or a cap rate is? I absolutely do not. So, a cap rate is a uh, is a uh, is a measurement of your return on investment that is typically for um, commercial real estate transactions. And uh, it's really a cap rate is an abbreviation for a capitalization rate. And people use it two different ways. They use it, number one, to determine the net operating income as a percentage of the current market value of the property. So if a property was worth 100000 and it had net operating income of $7,000 per year, then see, it would have a cap rate or a capitalization rate of 7%, because $7,000 net operating income is 7% of $100,000. Make sense? Now, a lot of people actually use it as the net operating income as a percentage of the purchase price. So it is literally net operating income divided by current market value or net operating income divided by purchase price. With the lady who's moving from San Diego, Janet, right? I believe Janet. Uh, it would be the net operating income as a 
percentage or the net operating income divided by the purchase price because she doesn't have current market value of the property because she doesn't own it yet. Now, it doesn't mean that this is the best way to look at the return on investment because the net operating income is the income left over after you pay operating cost, but it does not include costs that are designed to finance the property, not operate it. So if you have 7000 in net operating income mm -hmm. and it costs you $8,000 to cover the financing burden of the property, then you have a net operating income, you have a net loss of $1,000. Now, I don't care what the cap rate is on that investment. I don't want to buy a property that has a net loss of $1,000. So the answer, Janet, is yes, you can find plenty of investments in Atlanta that have a capitalization rate of 7% or more. Uh, but for all of you who are out there listening, I think you need to look at many other returns as well. And then when I buy investment property or investment real estate, rental real estate, I look at the cash on cash return. What is the level of cash that is returned to me based on the amount of cash that I have to put in the property? If you need more information on this particular subject, go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E atlanta.com and uh, click on contact us and I'll be happy to answer any questions. Uh, that you have. If you're looking to sell your house anytime in the next 90 to 180 days, we invite you to consider using Gaddis Partners Remax Center through our customized maximum value plan. We can virtually guarantee you get guarantee to get you $16,000 more than your neighbors sold their house for. And with our property refresh program, we have up to $15,000 that you can use to make your house shine like a diamond so that you can get the highest sales price possible. And guess what? You can pay that money back at closing and there are no fees involved. Alfie and I got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're featuring Embry Hills in Chambly and DeKalb County in our neighborhood spotlight. And we're going to talk about what people throughout the United States think are the best places to put your money. Stick with us because we're coming back. <laughs> 